Hello world, welcome to Walls Podcast, episode number one. This, I want to go over a few general things about this before I really get started. This is not a money making thing, I'm not doing this to make money, nobody's paying me, I don't have sponsors, I don't have endorsements, none of that good stuff, you know, that's for the wealthy. What I do want to do is try and reach as many people as I can, because I think a lot of things need to be talked about in the country, in the world, really, but we'll focus on the smaller things first. Communication is basically what I'm trying to go for here. You know, I I would like to get ideas from different people. I would like to get stories from different people, from different cultures, from different backgrounds and everything, you know. I, I think they could be useful. They can be used to open up eyes and ears of other people who may be stuck in their ways, who don't always, you know, know what to do or know what to say or, you know, anything like that, you know. But mainly what I want to talk about right now is the general topics. One, listen, I have a Facebook page. That Facebook page is filled with political stuff on there and I'll put a lot of my two cents in there, and I want to tell y'all something. Don't take offense to it. It's nothing personal against any one person. It's just, it's how I see things around me happen. And I think I have my ways, and others have their ways. I talk to a lot of different people about different topics, and, you know, they, they open my eyes a lot. They tell me things I don't necessarily know or understand. I'm, I'm no genius, you know, not, not a genius at all. Just a guy with an opinion. And I think that's what the whole world is, people with opinions and learning to differentiate from fact and opinion. Like it's, we live in a crazy world where people do crazy things, right? And recently in the news, there's been so many mass shootings happening past several years and it really started escalating whenever you know somebody goes shoot up a place and they post that person's picture all over the uh, television on every news you know their name they make the person famous and here's where I have an issue with that it, it draws attention to other people who may have those mental health issues who or disturbed, they're being picked on at school, they're the victims of bullies, all that. And what it does is, it makes them want to be known. It wants them, you know, whether they get out of there alive or not, to them it doesn't matter because now they're, they're famous. Their name is out there, the world knows who they are, and they really don't care about being known as a good or bad person because... Of their background and what's happened to them. They've basically said, screw the world. I want to end everyone's life, you know. And it's sick. It's very sick. But let's see where it starts. Most of these are high school students or very young men right outside of high school. Most, not all, but mostly right out of high school or in high school. And, you know, they're fed up with the bullies. Stop. Bullying people is what I'm trying to get at here. You know, if you have little kids at home, you know, kids will say anything to get attention or be liked. 
whether it's bullying someone at school or, or not, you know, they're, they're going to do what they have to do. So here's what I suggest. Sit your kids down. Let them know. There's nothing, you know, uncool about being a good person, a decent person. If you're at school and you see somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of friends, they're not on the baseball team or the basketball team or whatever it is, you know, they have a different view on life maybe as those people who are on those teams. But include them in things that, you know, you think they could, you know, help out in or have fun doing, things like that, you know. If you're sitting down eating lunch, invite that little kid to come over and sit with you. You're playing at recess, invite that little guy or little girl to go play with you at recess. If you're on break or whatever it is, invite that person. Just open arms. If you're doing something at your house, invite them. You know, it's one small act of kindness could save lives. It, it, it could do the world a difference, you know. Instead, we have people who would rather embarrass somebody else by putting them down just to lift, you know, yourself up. What you're not doing anything by doing that. Everybody around you in that situation or whatever has taken a step down or back because you have refused to move forward. Okay, now if this makes sense to you guys, good. If not, maybe I need to look at this in a different way. And if you have, you know, an opinion, well, I'd love to hear it. But one of the big things right now is gun bans. You know, they're trying to ban guns and everything else. It's huge in a Democratic, uh, Democratic Party right now. Every candidate is trying to ban guns. They're trying to... You know, they're starting from the big, pretty guns, and they're going to work their way down eventually to the smaller ones. They say, oh, you can keep your pistol, you can keep your shotgun, whatever. We want to get rid of the AR-15s, or they call them assault weapons. Well, let, let's start off with this. There's no such thing as an assault weapon, okay? Assault is a verb, really. Uh, if you assault someone, you, you're doing them, you know, harm. So... A gun is not just going to get up out of its case or leave a closet or crawl from under the bed and just start causing trouble. It's Somebody has to tell that gun what to do and use it in a way that that gun can work the way it was meant to work. It's no secret guns are designed to kill. Now, majority of the country use guns for hunting, things like that. But you have bad people out there willing to do bad things to anybody. And they're going to do it, whether it's with a gun or it's with anthrax or a, a bus or a van or, you know, a bomb. It, it doesn't matter. It's, people will find a way to do bad things. So what happens when you take a gun out of the hands of an individual is you're taking their self-defense away. Because that person... So Joe Biden signed, I think it was 92 or 94, The it was a bill for the... Um, Gun-free zones. You see them all over campuses, uh, stores, everything. I mean, they're everywhere. But a very large majority of mass shootings 
have happened in gun-free zones. The majority of them. I mean, it's 90 percentile plus, you know. So, a law-abiding citizen like myself will see a gun-free zone sign, and against my better judgment, I will leave my gun in my vehicle or at home because I know that if I get caught with that gun in that gun-free zone, I will either be ticketed or arrested. So, here's the, here's the issue I have with that, is that I'm going to follow the law. But there's people out there who will not follow the law. They're going to bring a gun in there and shoot up the place because they know no one else around there has a gun. There's a reason people don't walk into a police station and shoot it up. Because they know people in there are armed and they will shoot back. They will kill whoever walks in there with a gun shooting it up. It, it's common sense. You talk about common sense gun control, there it is. You want to stop a bad guy with a gun? Get a gun. You know, you, you don't need to take the rights away from everybody else because because of that. I mean, it, it's insane to think about. You're doing no, no good to anyone else. You know, ban all AR-15s if you want to. They'll still get their hands on anything. Whether it be an AR-15 illegally. Because, you know, I keep hearing the points that, you know, if it's against the law, they won't do it. Which, killing's already against the law. I don't see how it's stopping people. You know, criminals don't follow laws. Law-abiding citizens follow laws, and they're the victims of every crime. You know, people are talking about, you know, if it's against the law, it won't happen. But here's the thing. People have been doing drugs for the, since the beginning of time. And it's been illegal for... Many, 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 many years, every drug. So, I don't understand how banning something is going to stop it from happening. And a major issue is the news media incites fear in the people because they post this all over the uh, the news cycles all the time, every time it happens, and rightfully so. Here's what I suggest. Stop posting the names and the pictures of these of these crazy people who's going and shooting up these places and killing these people. You know, stop making them famous. You're giving in to exactly what they wanted. Okay, they know what they were going to do, and they knew, you know, they there was a possibility they would die there. But their goal was to get famous in the first place. So why are we giving them that pleasure? Um, another thing, if you notice. The news media does not, they will report whatever they want. You know, if somebody walks into a, a building and their intentions are to shoot it up, but somebody with a gun comes out and stops them from, from killing people or doing harm to anyone, the news won't cover that like they will somebody who walked in there and shot five people. You know, they're going to call it whatever they want to call it. They're going to cover it however way they want to cover it. Also, it depends who's doing it. We've seen it time and time again. Somebody from, you know, somebody uh, white nationalist or, you know, uh, somebody, a very racist person, hateful person comes along and, you know, they shoot up a, a historical black church like we've seen in the past. They cover it for weeks on weeks and they call for every gun ban possible, right? But... Then you have the other side where somebody from the left, we're going to use this as an example, goes to a congressional baseball practice and shoots it up. Now, this person 
asked specifically where are the Republicans practicing. He goes to that field and shoots it up with a rifle, right? He, I think he hit two people. One of them was Steve Scalise, who was in critical condition for a little while. And, you know, thank God they saved his life. They were able to do everything they could with it. Um, but that was not covered as much as any other shooting because it did not fit the narrative that the media would like to have. As bad as that sounds, that's facts. That is 100% factual. And it's happened time and time again. So, I've taken a few notes on different times a gun has been used to stop something bad from happening. Uh, Washington State, a gunman was killed by civilians. Media did not cover it, right? That that was that was recently. That was a uh, I want to say at a Walmart in Washington state. The guy walks in with a gun and I believe it was uh, two guys with a gun ended up catching and killing that person. Um, let's take another one from 2007. Uh, Gina Sam who she saved Thousands of people exiting a Colorado church. Uh, shooter was a left-wing nut job who, you know, hated Christians. He he was expelled from school. He you know just couldn't get his life together. What was going on? I don't know. But it didn't seem like people took the right steps in informing the authorities or anything like that. They you know they see this person. They just. They expel them from school. They don't help them. You're on your own at that point. Kind of bugs me, but I'm not in control of that kind of thing. 2013, an armed shooter in Atlanta shot up Prince Middle School. Suspect was disarmed by armed security at the middle school before he can do any harm to anyone. Armed security guards help. Uh, Just like uh, Gina Sam in the Colorado church. She was a security guard there. With the gun, former police officer. Did her job the best way she was trained to do it. Uh, Two gunmen in Garland, Texas, killed by police. Open fire. Uh, But he was the only one killed. So, good. Nobody was harmed there. Gunmen stopped by two armed securities. Two armed guys. I don't even know if they were security. Uh... Two guys with a knife tries to break into this woman's house, Sarah McKinley. Uh, She's 18 years old, mother, just lost her husband to lung cancer. Sarah shot and killed one, and the other ran off before any harm was done. So, more of this, if women are biologically different than men are, and... That's obvious to majority of the country who wants to be honest with themselves and others. I mean, it's it's obvious. So what happens when you take guns out of the way of a woman? Well, you take away your self-defense. You know, there's women out there who can hold their own, who can go toe-to-toe, maybe may box you up a little bit. But you can't expect that out of everyone. That's maybe, you know, 2% of the woman population is going to be able to box up a grown man. But, you know, it is what it is. A 71-year-old man saved the lives of many in an internet cafe in Florida in 2012 
When robbers entered the cafe with weapons, Samuel Williams pulled out his gun and scared off the suspects. Alright, so that's just another example of that one. Uh, let's go to the next one. We have a 69-year-old grandmother protected herself in her home in Alabama in 2010. After hearing a burglar break into her house, Ethel Jones fired three shots, wounding and scaring off the intruder, who was later arrested by police. So here's the thing. I would rather have a gun and never need it than need a gun and not have it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure this grandmother felt the same way. She's protecting her house. So, go ahead, Miss Ethel. Let's go on to the next one here. That load up. We have 2012, a 14-year-old boy saved himself and his younger siblings after an armed intruder entered their home. After breaking into the home and pointing a gun at the 14, 12, and 8-year-olds, the 14-year-old fired, placing the intruder in the hospital and saving his family. Whew. Man. 14-year-old right there. He's going to have to live with that, but at least he knows he saved his family. I guarantee he never goes home and does not have a firearm over there for the rest of his life because he understands. And listen. That guy could have broke into the house with a knife, with a firearm, with anything, okay? But that 14-year-old, 12-year-old, and 8-year-old cannot defend themselves from a grown man with even a knife. Thank God they had a firearm, right? That could have been the end of that one. Could have been a very bad day for the family. Uh, pregnant mother of two saved herself and her children after two intruders entered her home in... Ohio. After refusing to let the two intruders in, they broke down her back door. As they proceeded up her stairs, they shot at them, hitting one intruder and scaring them both off until police arrived. Good for them. Let's go on to another one. A would-be robber was shot in 2006 by an employee at Media Madhouse in Indiana. After the suspect entered the building, Holding a gun on an employee and demanding money, a second employee jumped into action and shot the suspect, saving both employees and customers. 72-year-old Jan Cooper saved her life and the life of her 85-year-old World War II veteran husband who was confined to a wheelchair. In 2013, a man was breaking into Cooper's Southern California home. When the grandmother fired one shot from her 357 Magnum Smith and Wesson revolver, which scared the burglar off. So you ain't even gotta hit him. Just aim at him. Scare him off. So those are just a few examples of ways guns can save lives. Guns can end lives in a bad way, guns can save lives. If you take the guns out of everyday citizens' hands, what's going to happen? You're going to leave them defenseless. Hey, use a porcupine for an example. You know, we, we don't have the spikes that pop out of our back to protect us from, you know, from people preying on us. You know, we, we have guns. We, I'm, I'm no, you know, I can't throw a knife, you know, 20 yards and promise I'm going to hit somebody. You know, that would be insane to even try in a situation where a person has a gun. So... More of all this is, what are you going to do 
with a disarmed population. They're all gonna be all gonna be hurt. The CDC posted the leading causes of death in America. Let's go over these: heart disease, six hundred forty-seven thousand four hundred fifty-seven; cancer, five hundred ninety-nine thousand one hundred eight; unintentional accidents, one hundred sixty-nine thousand nine hundred thirty-six; chronic low, lower respiratory diseases. 160,201, stroke, 146,383, Alzheimer's, 121,404, diabetes, 83,564, influenza and pneumonia, 55,672, intentional self-harm, suicide, 47,173. None of those are done by gun, maybe except a little bit out of the suicide, which cannot be taken into gun violence category. It's not violence being done to anyone else, it's self-harm. They could have swallowed a gallon of bleach or jumped off a building or done anything else like that. Let's take a look at these suicides. Number of deaths. 47,173. Uh, I believe these stats are from this past year. Uh, sorry, 2017. 2018 has not been updated yet. Uh, deaths per 100,000 population is 14.5. Cause of death ranked 10. And that's from suicides. Firearm suicides, number of deaths 28,840. 854. So, man, that's, that's a big chunk of them right there. That's uh, about half of them. Half suicides are from uh, firearms. Uh, suffocating suicides, 13,000. Poisoning suicides are 6,554. Let's go over gun deaths. Uh, Incidents and things like that. Total number of incidents are 38,188. Number of deaths, 10,081. Number of injuries, 20,170. Um, officer involved shooting, officer shot or killed, 211. Mass shootings, 289. Now, what do they classify as a mass shooting? Mass shootings are normally classified if four or more people are shot. Um, which I mean that that makes sense but when you think about a mass shooting you know you, you think about what the news tells you a mass shooting is a mass shooting is somebody going into a church or a school doing stuff like that uh, something insane but what they don't mention is the uh, gang violence how often you know four or more people are killed and you know just look, look at Chicago you, you'll have hundreds of people shot in a weekend but that, that's not talked about because it doesn't fit that agenda, that criteria. It just, you know, they, they overlook that. Those, those lives don't matter to those people. You know, it's, it's the other lives that matter. You know, they, uh, <clears throat> they don't like to mention the other ones. But they do like to make sure everybody knows there's 289 to 300 mass shootings a year in America. Which, I mean... Seems inflated, but it is what it is. Uh, defensive use, 1,034, which most of the time those do not go, you know, documented. 
Uh, it's sad. I wish they would do a better job on it, but they, they don't. It's something they don't focus on. It, it's very hard to focus on it also because some of them go unreported. Uh, unintentional shootings was at 1,100. Home invasions, almost 1,200 right there, five short. That's just a little, a little bit of what I'm going to do today. Um, you know, hopefully, maybe as this goes on a little bit more, get more things going, maybe have somebody on we can talk to, uh, maybe get some more information from somebody, maybe a different, a different view on things. So, I mean, if you listen to this, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back here someday or another. Peace.